Welcome back to our podcast. I'm Braden. Joining me here today is Colby. Sarah, sadly, is just producing. Um, I'm here, though. She is here. But that's because today we have a special guest. Colby, would you like to introduce our special guest? So here we have Vengeance with us. I'm Vengeance. <laughs> so yeah, um, this is Jacob. Uh, he also works with us. Sadly. <laughs> <laughs> and um, today we're going to be talking about Vengeance. You know, mm-hmm. the Batman. It's Batman. The Batman. The, the Batman. Batman. Capital T. Not the Batman animated series. St- Yes. The long-awaited and the long-delayed The Batman, uh, starring Robert Pattinson. Yeah, you guys see the bat balls on him? (laughs) 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 They're pretty nice. So, yeah. Uh, Let's get right into it. Who wants to start? Jacob, you got notes? I I didn't take notes, but I can talk. (laughs) All right, um, so I know as a fan, I'd been waiting for this movie for a while, and I got to say, I'm really proud, especially of the atmosphere. You know, the way they did Gotham was really epic, um, I feel like. I feel like they really captured Gotham better than any of the other movies this have. This is the best Gotham has felt since the uh, um, Keaton movies, because, like... The rest of the movies, they feel, it's like the big city that they shoot it in. But, like, this one, they shot in a, I mean, they shoot in a bunch of different cities for all of them. But this one feels more like its own thing, not like, oh, it's Seattle or London. Like, it feels like Gotham. It feels like it's an actual city. Who's the director? For this one, Matt Reeves. He did the last two uh, Planet of the Apes movies and Cloverfield. Yeah. And I really liked him as a director, too. The cinematography in this movie was amazing, um, which I think is great, you know, because in this story, we're dealing with, like, Batman in his, like, second year, and he's just getting the basics down, you know, he's more of a detective than, like, a superhero at this point. Um, So, yeah, I felt like the cinematography in this movie as well did an excellent job. I like cinematography, too. I like Colby. (laughs) So yeah, um, the star, Robert Pattinson. What'd you guys think of him as Batman? I thought he was great. Honestly, I was a little scared because Twilight. Um, but he's done a lot of good stuff since then. I really liked The Lighthouse and Tenant. He was really good in those. So I wasn't like super scared. I know a lot of people were like, "Yeah, he was in Tenant." Ooh. What? Which one? Robert Pattinson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I Oh, yeah. Do he was the guy that was like, he was at the beginning of the movie, but you didn't know it was him. And then he was like the sidekick, kind of. He was really good in that, though. Um, So he's done a lot of good stuff since Twilight, um, but definitely it sticks with him. So a lot of people are like, oh, he just could be another Bat Boy. But I think he did a really good job. He really... um, was just a good Batman. I think he was my favorite Batman, honestly, because he's a lot more, like, detective than, like, fighty. And I like the detective side of Batman, so. Uh, I thought he was really good, except 
in the beginning I had I, I wasn't too sure because like his Batman voice in the beginning was uh, hard to get used to but doesn't he wear like yeah, he wears yes. eye makeup, but every Batman wears eye makeup. They just take it off when they take off his mask. This is the first one, cause like there's this scene in Batman. There's the scene in Batman Returns where he takes off his mask to reveal himself to Catwoman, and there's like the really quick cut where they like take off his eye makeup, so he pulls off his mask and he's not wearing his eye shadow. It's really funny, but this one they don't do that, and I like that. He also looks a lot like Robert Smith from The Cure when he I does feel that. Like he's really he, mm. <laughs> eh, okay. Yeah, I mean, for Robert Pattinson as Batman, I thought he did a phenomenal job. Same thing with his suit. Suit looked great. Um, but, you know, the way he fought and, you know, the way he would, like, walk around, it gave me such, like, like Arkham vibes, you know, like kind of like playing the Arkham games, mm. you know, and that's really been one of my favorite aspects of Batman is like the way he moves, the way he acts, you know, he's intimidating even though he's just a normal guy. As for Robert Pattinson as a Bruce, I felt like this movie needed more of Bruce Wayne because I feel like, you know, that's the cool thing about Batman is he has to, you know, pretty much pretend to be like an average billionaire, you know, rich boy by day and then by night he's a vigilante i don't so, feel the same honestly because uh, the last the nolan trilogy had a lot of bruce wayne so i feel like this was a nice departure from that where we see a lot more batman especially since it's more of a detective movie like as the detective he's batman he's not really doing that much as bruce wayne so for the kind of style of movie they were going i feel like more bruce wayne would have taken away from like the detective stuff yeah, I agree. And then Alfred, too. Alfred, they hired Andy Serkis, which... He was a monkey in one of the Matt Reeves movies. Two of them. <laughs> he played a monkey. Which Kobe, I, Kobe loves monkeys. Kobe does love monkeys. <laughs> so... We're in a library, like, study room right now, so. <laughs> she can hear it. She started laughing. How loud? <laughs> like, you're in the like room. I was right there, yeah. <laughs> that receptionist lady is probably sitting over there like, who the hell brought a chimpanzee into the library, and how did I not see it? <laughs> He's so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, he's turning red. Like that Disney movie that you guys should do next week. No. Oh, no. Why not? Have you guys seen it? Okay, sorry. So, Batman was a really good movie. I really liked it. <laughs> um, let's talk about let's talk about the Riddler. Um, because this is a very like Sarah just started like gagging. Um I think she's going to throw up, guys. Uh, so I, this is a very, like, What's far departure from... You don't like Paul Dano? He looks like, he looks like Colby. He does. <laughs> well, yeah, Colby's better, but, like, 
yeah, okay. <laughs> um, this is a very far departure from a normal Riddler, though. He's usually like a goofy guy in a green suit. Um, a goofy guy in a green suit. Um, but this one, they took a lot more like the Zodiac, and I think that was a really good idea for the kind of style of Batman that they were going for. I think the la- like the final fight <laughs> with like all of them was really cheesy. I feel like the final fight with a whole bunch of Riddlers was, like, super cheesy. Um, it was just, like, I don't know. I feel like him being, like, a social media influencer <laughs> was kind of funny. But it gave me, like, Reddit red-pilled vibes. <laughs> Where it's just, like, the the Riddler is red-pilled. And he just has, like, a bunch of, like... 40 50 year old like white dads that keep their guns like in an unlocked safe <laughs> just like waiting for their neighbors to encroach on their property just like watching him on like tiktok and shit isn't like in that one scene he's like live streaming and he's like thank you guys so yes. much yes he does he <laughs> <laughs> he goes hey guys he goes hey guys Thanks for all the <laughs> thanks for all the comments and likes. We hit 500 followers, and I'm so happy you guys agree with me. That was probably the funniest. <laughs> it was so silly. Bro. It's like it's Scream so re- when they were all redditors. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. yeah, that was a thing. I know. I really appreciated the way the movie opened with the Riddler having his first victim. You know, it really showed me the physicality, which is very important, you know, especially for, like, the villain. You know, the way he would, like, breathe through his mask, and, like, you could tell, like, after, like, he had done his first kill, he was satisfied, and, like, he, like, felt relief. Like, he was unrevealing the lies and that Batman was going to be on his tail. About about the breathing, um, when I first saw the movie, I couldn't tell... If it was like the movie or just Colby. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I made you think I had something actually important <laughs> yeah. to say. Nope. I just wanted to make fun of you. Thanks, man. <laughs> All right. So, my opinions on this movie is pretty good. You saw it again? I saw it twice. Um, I, I really love and enjoy the Arkham games and the detective comics and <laughs> Jacob just uh, drew a bat symbol and um, some nipples on it yeah put some nipples on it it's pretty specific. I wish they could see that it's the bat nipples okay about the Arkham games <laughs> the bat nipples they don't make a return, unfortunately. No. The the bad nipples do not make a return. He lost them in Twilight. He lost his nipples in Twilight? Could've. Do bats? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Sarah, on the whiteboard. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Colby was talking about the Arkham games. Let's have him talk about all this out. No, I'm not. All right, so. 
as, as a very huge fan of the Arkham games and the Detective Comics, um, I really enjoyed this movie because it was like the detective side. It was like straight out of the comics for this character, and it was really enjoyable. And again, seeing the Riddler as like this scary Zodiac killer, man, it was it was quite good. It's quite good. Quite good. Quite good. Quite good. Colby says it's quite good, guys. <laughs> Colby's British, by the way. Okay, yeah, that's no, why we don't need. To... That's I was thinking because like the past like what, two Batman have been British now, and when they finally like, <laughs> Braden knows where I'm going with this. <laughs> I, when they finally like recast Batman after Robert Pattinson, which I hope isn't for a while. Uh, to let Colby age up a little bit, but like I will definitely be keeping my out my eye out for um, like auditions and stuff, so I can send them to Colby. Because if they've been going with British people, I think he's up next. Honestly, I think Colby could portray a very sexy <laughs> I Batman. Don't, I don't have a British haircut anymore. <laughs> it's just British but longer. Ay ay ay. He's British. <laughs> All right. Um, what about Catwoman, guys? Because I got to say, watching this movie, I didn't really understand the love connection she had with Robert Pattinson's Batman. It just kind of happened. But I really liked their team up, and I really liked her betrayal as Catwoman. I felt like it was very different, and that, you know, in like The Dark Knight Rises, I felt like that relationship was a little stronger. Um, but, you know, it was nice to see, like, a different betrayal of her, especially, like, all the elements we got from her, you know, stealing from the from the safe to her teaming up with Batman and wanting to fight the injustice that is affecting her directly. I liked it, so. It was Zoe Kravitz that played her, right? Yeah. I think she did a good job. Um, my only thing is... I don't think she was as good as Michelle Pfeiffer in Batman Returns. Honestly, mm-hmm. she was. She's probably definitely been the best Catwoman we've got since Michelle what, Pfeiffer. What about but the standalone Catwoman movie. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Halle Berry plays Catwoman in a standalone movie, and it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> um, I think she did a really good, a uh, good idea, <laughs> really, really good job. Uh. Sarah, stop laughing. <laughs> I think she did a really good job. Um, I thought her cat suit was aight. The little the hockey mask was kind of funny. It was just like it just had like the little pokies. I don't know. So like, and what? Oh, I don't Not remember yet. the last time. No, the movie. Um. I do not remember the last time I saw that movie, and I don't want to watch it again. You can look it up. But that movie, it's not really Catwoman. The only thing they use is the name. But I thought she did a really good job. Um, I like the way that she worked uh, with Bruce. I mean, I feel like they definitely went for more of, like, recent stuff with them being together, which I think is fine. They need to have a love interest to get certain people to like see the movies it's an important part of a plot but I feel like it wasn't it was pushed a lot in the marketing I feel and it wasn't really that big 
of a plot in the movie, mm-hmm. which I liked. I didn't want to see a lot of lovey-dovey Batman. I wanted to see Mr. Detective Man, world's greatest detective. Uh, <laughs> so I think the amount of love romance stuff that they put in the movie was a good balance for the fight scenes and the detective stuff and all that. Um, with her acting, I mean, she did fine. She did great. I definitely see her playing Catwoman again, either that be in a sequel or in her own spinoff. Um, but I, it wouldn't, I wouldn't not see it. Colby, what do you think? You would not see it? I wouldn't not see it. <laughs> um, I liked her acting. Um, her costume was eh. You know, I, uh... <laughs> I'm uncomfortable, Sarah. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't really like the lovey-dovey Batman. Um, I understand why it's in the movie. Um, and we'll get into that a little bit later. And... Uh, <laughs> Jacob is drawing something new. They had a purple cap. It's blue. (laughs) Oh, it's ruined. That's also blue. I thought it would have been switched. Ah! I was gonna draw a penguin. Oh, Jacob was gonna draw a penguin. I think we got that. I was gonna draw a penguin. Alright, sorry, Colby, keep going. Yeah. Dickhead. What? You're talking to dickhead. <laughs> when my head is actually just a normal head. <laughs> uh, so, should we get into the spoilers? Or should we keep talking about... Oh, I've already talked about a little I think, bit of spoilers. I think we should oh. talk a little bit about, you know, um, my penguin and then kind of like group up with the whole premise. Okay. So, penguin... Very different than a typical penguin. Yeah, he's... He was a human. (laughs) 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 No, he was a lot different, though, from, like... Danny Danny DeVito's... I'm the penguin, I want to touch your boobies! That was... That was what Danny DeVito's penguin was. Have you... When was the last time... Pretty much. <laughs> Man really wanted to, like, grasp some tits. I'm just saying, that was some bat nipples. Colby just squeezed the nipples of the bat support. Um, But I, I enjoyed it. This movie was really more of an origin for the penguin. Don't touch my boobs, Colby. This movie was an origin for the penguin, which I thought was really cool. Um, he was like... <laughs> he was Falcone. He, he, he was Carmine Falcone's lackey, like his right-hand man. The Penguin series that we're supposed to get on HBO Max is really going to explore him more. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see him again in the later movies as kind of like a... Like a scarecrow that we see in the Dark Knight, where it like shows that Batman's grown and he can defeat the scarecrow much faster. 
uh, before like we see the Joker in the Dark Knight. I definitely see us seeing something like that in the later Batman movies with the Penguin, where it's like, oh, it's the Penguin, and then Batman catches him real quick. Uh, but I thought his acting was really good. The makeup, like the whole costume design, insane. He looks nothing like the. I don't remember who plays him. Um, Colin something. Yeah, Braden's gonna look it up. Uh, but they look like he does not look the same at all, and it's crazy. Like, I really enjoyed it, and he's a part of probably one of my favorite scenes of the entire movie. Um, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. They he, he looks nothing like Colin Farrell. Like they did the makeup department did a great job on that. I think. All of the costumes in this movie were fantastic. Um, but, like, where was I going? I forgot. My train of thought is gone. You were talking about the, the chase scene? Yes. Thank you. Um, that was definitely the best scene in the movie. And his, his acting in that movie, in that movie, and, and the movie was great, but in that scene in general was just wonderful. I mean... You don't have to, like, read the books. Like, because there was a prequel book that came out. You don't have to know anything from that prequel book to understand this movie. But it definitely helps knowing stuff about, like, the Batmobile it talks about and stuff like that. Um, but, like, everything in that scene being practical, too, was really cool. Um, but we can probably touch on the scene a little later. Uh, I want to talk about Commissioner Gordon, unless anyone else has something to say about oh, Penguin. I got, I got stuff. I loved how, like, they took... Like, such a Scortese touch to Penguin. Like, he felt like a mobster in a way, you know. Like, he had, like, the accent, and, like, he was, like, a businessman. And, yeah, like, when he was – when he thought he had defeated the Batmobile, you know, how he was, like, hyping himself up, you know, like, I got you, you know. I got you. Don't mess with the Penguin. I got you. (laughs) It was great, you know, and especially with the makeup. I remember when those pictures dropped, and I was like, that's all prosthetics. And that looks phenomenal, because um, I've seen Colin in other things, so I was I was definitely impressed. Um, but yeah, as for that chase scene, a lot of that was done in real time too. Like that jump that he makes at the end was amazing, um, because that was done in real time. And that's more than films like Fast and Furious can say. So. The fact that that actually happened was great, you know. But, yeah, Penguin was phenomenal. Sarah thinks you're going to get kicked out. It's okay. We'll just do it in the car. That'd be really funny. (laughs) Sarah! Jim Gordon. (laughs) Um, Let's talk about... Jim Gordon. Um, he was good in this movie. Jeffrey Wright plays Jim Gordon. Probably one of the best decisions ever because Jeffrey Wright is amazing, you know, with his voice. With Can't his... go Jeffrey wrong with Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, I love that. Um... But yeah, 
um, his voice alone is just amazing. But you know, he brings a lot to the table as an actor, especially like when he's on camera, um, and especially like Jim Gordon's always been kind of like plain and stern. I feel like whether it's like reading the comics, you don't really feel like his presence as much as you do in this one. I loved how like instead of like a Batman Robin team up, we got a Batman and Jim Gordon team up for a detective theme, which I liked. Remember when Jim Gordon was Batman? In the comics, actually, you don't know that. No, he had like a robot suit. <laughs> no, he had like a whole ass robot suit. It was, it was, it was really funny. He looked, he looked really stupid because he had an actual bat suit too and like a battering launcher. But like, <laughs> Sarah's getting laughy. If only her name was Taffy. Am I right? What is up with you today? <laughs> today. <laughs> normal day. <laughs> 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 um, They're literally just facing each other in the mic <laughs> between them. <laughs> just having a conversation. We're about to kiss. Yeah, come here, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> we just kissed, guys. <laughs> it was a silly kiss. Um, no. <laughs> the mic in my nose. Um. <laughs> Did <a> cool <laughs> um, dude, I'm on coffee. <laughs> I had Starbucks. A.M. or P.M.? Oh, well, I guess... <laughs> 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 well, she could have woke up at 7 p.m. yesterday. Oh, no, well, I guess you're at the theater. Some people do that. I do that. It was actually eight. Sarah's a liar, guys. But I went to bed at like one. She went to bed at one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I really like Jim Gordon in this movie, though, because he treats Batman just like a pal. You know, they're like buddies. He, like, taps him in the chest a lot. A lot. I think that's really funny. I'm going to do it to Colby right now. He's like, don't touch my boobs. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> He's just like, you need to stop. <laughs> just, like, pokes him. It's really funny. They, they just like they're friends and they've been because they've been working together for a little bit because he's not a brand new Batman Sarah's pretending to have a boom mic but the mic is in my hands I think Sarah took like LSD or some shit before <laughs> like we got here like straight up what are you on Um, so I do want to take us off track a little bit. I want to talk about Cock the Movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Alfred in this movie <laughs> was honestly pretty good. Uh, I think Andy Serkis did a really good job. Um, although I feel like he could have used a monocle. I know Alfred doesn't typically use a, wear a monocle. I just think I kind of want to see Andy Serkis wear a monocle. I think that's just like a thing I have inside. <laughs> Colby's laughing at me. Colby, do you not want to see Andy Serkis wear a monocle? 
He had a cane. He was halfway there. What? Monopoly Man doesn't wear a monocle. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Can we talk about the the scene where Alfred wakes up in the hospital and Batman's just like, you lied to me. You know, straight up. Like, it will... You have to think. People are like that scene. He's like, why is he treating Alfred like that? But it's like, that's an emotional moment, right? It's like the guy who raised you after your parents died, like, didn't have any answers. You find out for all these years has had answers and, like, knows what happened and just didn't tell you. Like, wouldn't you feel betrayed too? Like, I feel like if my parents got shot and, like, Colby raised me, and then, like, 20 years later, I find out that Colby knows why my parents were shot and just didn't tell me. Like, punch his nose. Not very hard. Like, a soft little love tap. But I'd still do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was, I was expecting him to be more, a little bit, tiny bit compassionate. Because, like, I feel like, you know, that is Batman's weakness is, like, the people around him. And that's why he closes a lot of people off. And Alfred's really, like, the one person that can really be in effect. Um, so, yeah, I was expecting him to be like, you know, you're finally awake. Um, are you okay? Then, like, you lied to me. Um, but, you know, I wish I got more scenes like that from Alfred. Like, maybe one or two. Because I feel like Alfred was so split apart in this movie that you'd see him. And then, like, it would be, like, an hour and 20 minutes before you see him again. And... Um, yeah, because it's a long movie. One it's hour, almost three hours. And 54 seconds to be precise. That was just a number I pulled out of my ass. <laughs> That's probably accurate. Jacob, that didn't land. So, That's bad. yeah. Not anything Colby said. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I wish I got more Alfred, because I like Alfred. Why are you? Go, Alfred. I just want people to know that, Alfred. He's doing like Alfred ASMR. Sarah's gonna have to listen to this. This is a disaster, but it's really funny. <laughs> I think this is a good time though to bring up with all the laughing, the little cameo we got. Dude, that was a joker. <laughs> it was bad. It was really bad. I thought it was Timothy. I thought it was like Timothy Clement. But you know, it made me scared because I love the Joker. I love you know. Mark Hamill's Joker, and then, like, Heath Ledger's Joker is a lot more, like, hands-on. And just that little cameo just – it it made me feel dumb. What about Jared Leto? We don't talk about Jared Leto. No, we talk about We Jared don't talk Leto. about Bruno, and we don't talk about Jared Leto. No, we talk about Jared Leto because you brought up freaking Bruno. Bruno Mars? Yeah. Yes. No, okay, so that Joker cameo was so dumb. Uh, it was explained as, like, Matt Reeves wanted to show that, like, it was a bigger universe and Batman's already, like, faced some of his named villains. But you don't do that with the Joker on year two. It's like, he should not have fought the Joker and put him in Arkham. Like, year one. Yeah, like, so early on Maybe into his did. career. He did. Yeah. That was the whole point. That was the whole point of the cameo to show 
that he has already seen some of his named villains and stuff. And they're, they're not even planning on using him as a villain for any of the other movies. It was just to show that it's a bigger universe. But they could have done that with anyone. Like, they could have done, like, Bane or some shit. Or, like... <laughs> Two face even. <laughs> no, I want to see Clayface as an actual villain. I want to see Clayface. No. Nah. Freeze, Mr. Freeze. Matt Reeves has said that he wants to do Mr. Freeze in the next movie. He had said that if he gets a sequel, and then they signed him on for another two. Um, but he had said if he gets a sequel, he wants to do Mr. Freeze. And then Robert Pattinson has said that he thinks they're going to do Hush, The Court of Owls, and he wants a Robin. Like, only if it's, like, a kid actor. Dude. So. The Court of Owls is my f- all-time favorite comic series. Or, like, the two two volumes of Court of Owls. And if they do, like, The Court of Owls in the sequel, I will love it. They could easily do, like, a Robin and a Court of Owls, because if they do Dick Grayson for the Robin, I mean, in the Court of Owls, like, storyline, he was being trained to be a talent in Haley's Circus. So, like, they could definitely bring that into it. It'd be an easy way to get Dick Grayson into it, but also do the Court of Owls storyline. Also, I, I'm thinking, like, that kid in the beginning, when, like... So, uh, <laughs> so the kid in the beginning when his dad died, the mayor, you know, Batman stares at him. And then at the funeral, uh, Bruce Wayne stares at him. So I'm thinking that kid's going to be the next Robin. So there was actually an interview with Matt Reeves where he said no. Oh. <laughs> he straight up, he straight like, he was asked that question. He was like, huh, no. <laughs> so, uh... We're probably, hopefully, going to see a Dick Grayson in the next movie, though. I mean, I, I love that scene, first of all, where, like, Alfred's looking over the camera footage from the eyes, and he sees that he just stares at the kid for a while, and he knows, like, he relates. Um, as for Robin, my favorite Robin will always be um, his son. Damien. His name just slipped my mind. Yeah. Um, Damien. I really want to see that Robin so bad because I feel like he's incredibly underhyped. And for, like, the animated series and stuff that he's in, like those movies, it's like just going off that, he's become my favorite Robin. That and Jason Todd, but Jason Todd's a little hard to do. I don't think they can do Jason Todd if they're not going to do a Joker, but I feel like we need a proper Dick Grayson before they can touch on any of the other Robins. Because, I mean, what, for live-action Dick Graysons, we have uh, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin with Chris O'Donnell. He was, like, way too old. Titans. And then we have Titans, Mr. Fuck Batman. I don't know. I couldn't watch Titans. Yeah. I got two episodes in and went, fuck Titans, uh, and then stopped. Um, But I really think we need a proper, like, on, like, big screen dick grayson before they touch on any of the other robins and honestly you say damian wayne's underhyped but i think tim drake is underhyped like everyone's always like oh <laughs> tim drake yeah but like everyone's like <laughs> oh dude i thought you were serious i thought you were i i thought you were serious no no but well because he doesn't get like i mean the first two robins 
Like, they're the first two Robins, you know? It's like Dick Grayson becomes Nightwing, leads the Teen Titans. Like, he's it's Dick Grayson. And then Jason Todd died, right? Like, those, are, those two are huge. And then, like, Tim Drake just kind of gets skipped over. Same with Stephanie Brown. Like... People don't even realize she was a Robin. Yeah, but she's like not a good Robin. <laughs> she, she's not a good Robin, but and also, she's only in like one series. But she was still a Robin. Canonically, there are five Robins. Yes. I mean, yeah. So, if we're saying Damian Wayne is underhyped, then Tim Drake and Stephanie Brown are. I mean, what, Tim Drake had an episode in Teen Titans Go? She did? He did, Tim Drake. Oh, I thought you meant the girl. Oh, no, she has. He did? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he's in Young Justice. Mm-hmm. Love that show. Young, Young Justice is really good. But, like, there isn't really much Tim Drake, so I think if they're going to do another Robin besides... Uh, Dick Grayson, it should be Tim Drake, especially if they're going for the more detective stuff. Yeah, but if they're gonna cater to fans, then they're probably gonna oh, do they're gonna Jason do, Todd or Damian Wayne. I think they're gonna do Dick Grayson. Oh well, I, I was leaning off of like, oh leaning off of like of, if it was another one. Yeah, if there, oh, if yeah. there was another Robin, one hundred percent. I, I think that's what they would do. But I'd like to see if they weren't going to do Dick Grayson, uh, mm-hmm. Tim Drake, because he's more of, like, the detective side of Batman. Yeah. Because, like, each Robin has, like, their own part mm-hmm. of, like, they're this part of Batman, but personified. So, like, Dick Grayson's, like, the justice. Uh, Jason Todd's the anger. Screw Stephanie Brown. Tim Drake's the detective. All that, you know? So it's, like... Mm-hmm. So it's like, if they were to do a different Robin, Tim Drake would fit very well in this. Did did Bruce Wayne get trained by the League of Shadows in this universe? Or no. So it's in the prequel book. Um, he went to <coughs> once. So Alfred trained him after his parents died, and just like basic hand to hand combat. And then when he went to colleges. Every time he'd go to, like, he'd finish a semester, he'd switch his major and then switch to the best college for that major. So, like, he'd do biology, like, forensics, stuff like that. Like, each semester he'd switch, and every time he was in a new place, he would learn the main, like, combat, whether that be, like, taekwondo or jujitsu, whatever, whenever he was there while studying with under the best school. Well, then they can't do Damian Wayne. No. So that's why I think, like, if they were to do anyone besides Dick. Yeah, it'd be Tim. Yeah, because they'd have yeah. to set up the League of Shadows. And they'd have to shut up, set up Joker. So Which yeah, they, it'd be Tim Drake. Yeah. And it just makes more sense. Like, they shouldn't kill Jason Todd without a Dick Grayson. Mm-hmm. Or at least a Robin before him. Because mm-hmm. it's kind of like... he's. What, t- if, what if they do, like, the final Batman movie is Death in the Family type... That could be cool. Like, when Batman dies, and then, like, Jason Todd goes all serial killer and all that. Yeah, that's one of my... That's one of my favorite ones, because, you know, just the scene in the restaurant, if you know what I'm talking about, that's... 
that really is like one of my most favorite scenes because I was not expecting that at all to go down the way it did. Um, yeah, that would be really interesting. Now, are you talking? Because like, or the Killing Joke, they could do that. Yeah, but they'd have to. They'd have to set up Joker yeah. more, and they've already said that they're not going to use Joker at least for yeah. now. Like in the next two movies, we're not going to see Joker. Uh, at least as a main villain. I don't think they're even going to use him as a side villain. Um, Mr. Freeze is probably going to be the main villain of the next one, unless he decides to do, because they hinted heavily towards Hush. Yeah. Batman, Hush, and the Court of Owls, two most favorite comics. Yeah, and that's probably what they're going to do. I'd like to see that in the next movie, because if they just combine the two, that would work way better than having, like, just have Hush be, or, like, I had a brain fart. <laughs> I'm just staring out in the space, Sarah. I feel like every time you do that, there's like a person over there just like. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> so you're talking about hush. Um, I lost it. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. It is gone, gone, guys. I'm sorry. All right. Going back to the movie, though, that final fight, I give a lot more credit than I think most people do, just because it feels like it feels like a mission straight out of Arkham. You have, you have all these wannabes, and you have to take them down, and they, they had their snipers on you. I liked it, especially the way it ended. I, do you guys know if that was Venom that he stabbed in his leg to get that boost? Like, vein, like it, Bane Venom? I think it was something that he... He made. Yeah. I don't think it was like Venom. I think it was. Is it Venom or Titan? Uh, it's Venom. Okay. Bane has Venom. Okay. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure it was some concoction that he. Was yeah, but like. That's why I got the idea of Venom. Yeah. No, I think like that button's green. A lot of things can be green. Sarah. No, I don't think it was Venom though. I don't think they're gonna do no. Bane. Because no. that was... This is green. Green is not a green <sighs> They're actual children, Colby. I know. I know. I I can't believe it. And grow. Grow up, Timmy Turner. <laughs> okay, one of the things that Brayden wanted us to do <laughs> is a Batman or Joker impression. Right? Yeah. I mean, like, since we're in front of a microphone, do you guys want to do, like, your Batman or Vengeance um, impressions or, like, Joker or, like, anybody else? Do, do Mark Hamill's Joker laugh. Oh, God. No do one can do that. that. <laughs> no, see, I can't do that. <laughs> it's going to be too loud. You guys want me to do mine? My Robert Pattinson. I'm vengeance. Was that it? <laughs> or were you just teasing me? It's like it, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I especially like Robert Pattinson's voice for Batman is so like normal, but like whispered, but like darkened a little bit. Like he he does certain stuff with his voice that like I think it's makes better it, than Christian Bale. Yeah. Because he just... Where are they? 
my favorite line from Christian Bale is just swear to me <laughs> when he's got flaws. Rachel! <laughs> Rachel! <laughs> no, but he's got flaws. It was Floss, right, in that movie? Or Floss? Yeah, I think it's Floss. I don't remember. But he's just like, oh, I swear to God, Batman, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do, I'm not gonna do anything. And then, and then Batman just goes, swear to me, and then drops him really far. It's like, and Batman begins. This is a silly scene. I bet Colby could do a good Batman impression. He's really good at impressions. His impressions. (laughs) Like. All right. All right, which Batman are we going for? Any. Just pick one. Any? Do them all. All of them. All of them. I want a Clooney. Clooney. I don't remember Clooney. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Um... (laughs) So Michael. Go with your best one. Go with your heart. Okay. Where are the other trucks going? <laughs> See, it's cool. Swear to me. <laughs> Swear to me. <laughs> Never start with the head. The victim gets all fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's good. Do, um, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah. Hello, Lair. I have a mental illness or some sort. <laughs> Want to hear a joke, Murray? <laughs> Want to hear another joke, Murray? <laughs> Dude, whatever I freaking think of that, I think of the Goldbergs. <laughs> <laughs> Murray Goldberg. <laughs> what do you get when you cross a mentally ill loner with the society that abandons him and picks him up like trash. I'll tell you what you get. Get these nuts. Did not land. I always I always forget the joke, but I always like the joke that Joker likes telling Batman about the insane asylum with the flashlight? Oh, oh, I, I think I know it. It's, uh, there's two guys going to escape in a insane asylum, uh, and they escape on the roof, and between the two roofs, there's, like, a little metal thing that they walk on. And the first guy, uh, goes, will walk across, and, or the first guy walks across, and the second guy stays behind, and he's like, why won't you walk across? And he's like, well, I can't see. And the other guy's like, oh, well, I've got my flashlight. I'll turn it on, and I'll shine the way. And the other guy still doesn't move. And he's like, because you're going you're gonna to turn off the flashlight when I'm halfway across. You really fucked that up. I did. But Is that's that like the premise. Or? Not really. Oh. And then they laugh. And then it's depicted if Batman breaks his neck or not. So we went to get water. And uh, the water fountains, there's a window right to the water fountains in the room we're in. So you could see us drinking. And I make Colby use the little one, right? <laughs> Colby's a tall guy. And I make him use the little one. So he bends over to use it, and he just goes, oh, man, I hope they can't see my dumb truck of an ass. And I could not swallow my water. I, I don't think either of us were really paying attention. I was.
So, speaking of the Joker, um, I, there was one night that we were all talking uh, about how, like, a new Joker could be, like, done. And we talked about having him be, like, Scooby-Doo, where he's just like, Where are you, Rogue Roman? I think that'd be a really good idea. What do you guys think? Scooby-Doo? Joker? I'm going to do the Batman Scooby-Doo episode. Yeah. Movie. So, yeah. Um, What DC projects are you guys looking forward to? Flash. No. Michael Keaton's going to be. Colby said Flash. And then Jacob said no. (laughs) Like, immediately. No one likes the Flash. I, I like the Flash. I like the Flash. The, the, the comics, sure, but like then you get the CW, and then you get the yeah. movies. And the first two seasons of the CW show were fantastic. And yeah. then there's the rest. You know how many seasons there are? Like too many. <laughs> there are way too many. I'm excited for. Did you guys see that the the lead from Cobra Kai got announced as Blue Beetle? And I freaking love Blue Beetle. He's my favorite DC he's superhero. He's old, isn't he? No, he's still like a, he's like my age. Is that old? The the blonde dude? No, no, the the <laughs> the, the, the lead, the Miguel, Miguel. I haven't seen. Um, him. he plays Miguel. I forgot his name. Um, but he plays like the kid that Johnny trains, and he's gonna be. Mm. Blue Beetle. No, no. So they're, they're doing. But he might be a stepdad. That's a spoiler for Cobra Kai. Uh, <laughs> so they're doing Jaime then for Blue Beetle. Honestly, I kind of want to see like a, a Ted Cord Blue Beetle, like a Booster Golden Blue Beetle movie. I think that'd be pretty cool. That's a cool suit. It looks cool. But I want to see like a Booster Gold Blue Beetle movie where they just do some shenanigans. How do you feel about that, Colby? Jacob? It didn't land. No, I'm being serious. Oh. I, 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 that's not a joke. <laughs> I like Booster Gold. <laughs> do you not like Booster Gold, Colby? No, I like Booster Gold. So then why don't you want to see a Booster Gold and Blue Beetle movie? Ah, you didn't say it. Don't spray it. <laughs> Are we done with Batman? Because we're, like, so going off topic. Um, I think we should just wrap around with our final thoughts for the Batman 2022. Um, I thought, you know, in a three-hour movie, it was great that we got a majority of Batman. Um, and, like, those detective scenes were done right, you know, the way we want to see them, which is important. Um it's not doing as well as I thought it would in the box office. It's doing pretty good, but like not as good as I would want it to because it deserves that hype. This is a different Batman and it is it's definitely more violent, but I definitely feel like, you know, it's an enjoyable film despite its length. Um it's like, you know, the best qualities of like what makes a detective story interesting with like that hero quality. Sarah wanted the mic. Um, <laughs> do you think it's good as PG-13, or would you rather have rated R? Um, you know, 
they did like the Snyder cut and everything, which was nice. You know, it was a longer cut, gave us a lot more context, even cut scenes out from the Justice League, which I was thankful for. And, you know, there was even four hour versions of the Batman that they showed at early access screenings. So I think there could be definitely two different versions. But like, I don't think that would go well with fans having like, you know, a lighter version and then like a darker version, you know, because um, at the end of the day, it should be the same plot, you know, in the same type of script. Um, so I definitely thought it was PG-13 was appropriate. Deadpool's rated R? Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> um, to touch on the rated R, I feel like you can't do a lot with Batman rated R when you're seeing a lot of Batman. I mean, the only thing that they really could have shown is like more Riddler, more Riddler, like gr- more gruesome murders, um, and like maybe him like full on like you see someone's arm like snap really bad but like batman doesn't kill so it's not like you're gonna see him like slitting people's throats in a rated r cut of batman so i feel like pg-13 works fine for batman um but i did want to touch on that batmobile scene again just like that whole thing was shot very well and like it was practical like that, the Batmobile coming through the flames was practical, and I'm very impressed. I think they did such a good job. I think everyone who worked on this movie did phenomenal, and I'm very excited uh, to see what comes from Matt Reeves with future Batman projects. I really like the music too, whether it's Batman's theme or like oh, the music selection. What did they use as like the main? Yeah, um, they used Nirvana, and I liked how it made it feel, like, neutral. So, like, it wasn't too gloomy. It wasn't too, like, dark. It wasn't it wasn't trying hard. You know, it just... I felt like the moves they made with the cinematography, with the soundtrack, with the way the characters interacted, it just felt like this is their Gotham. They have to deal with it. They have to try to make an impact, whether that's negatively, like, you know, the Riddler does... Or whether it's positively, like Batman does. And it's really all broken down in that opening intro where he's like, this is a big city, I can't be everywhere at once. But as long as that symbol is in the sky, I'm installing fear, and that is a tool. And I I loved that. Yeah, I like how he uses fear as a tool. It's like... I don't know, I feel like in a lot of the other Batman movies, we don't see stuff where he's Batman, but not there. But at the beginning of this movie, we get a whole, like, montage of a bunch of people doing crimes, and they just look in the shadows and think that he's there. So they kind of, like, flee and just, like, cut it out a little bit, you know? It's just, like, they're afraid of him. Like, he's a scary dude. He's going to kick their ass. I, I like that for a Batman I like it, too, how, like, you know, when the... If you ever saw, like, the Scarecrow use his fearsome on himself, his fear toxin, it, like, it shows him as much more than a man. And I think, like, when you see a guy dressed up as a bat, you forget that he's a guy because, you know, he's not, like... He's taking hits, but he's not reacting in, like, an ow, that hurt me kind of way. He's, like, he's brutal in this movie. And I think that's really all that comes down to Batman is how 
brutal can you make him? How, like, immortal can you make the character seem? Because then you get Affleck, who's like, you know. Kills people. Yeah. Well, he's just not a good Batman. Um, but he's in two movies. I remember in the Justice League, Superman hit him down, and he like did a Marvel moment where he makes a little joke. He's like, I'm bleeding, for sure. And then he goes, just like, tell me, do you bleed? <laughs> I, that was so stupid. I don't... And then he goes and kills people. Yeah. No, I think Affleck, like... I understand what Snyder was trying to do and make a whole darker DC universe, but that was dumb. And I think Matt Reeves definitely, like, has a better idea of what he wants to do. I mean, he's he's going off of more comics. I know um, he sent, like, he used the Long Halloween as a base for this, which is a really good Batman story. Um, Because I know Robert Pattinson had said that, like, he had got a bunch of reading material from Reeves and was like, hey, make sure you read this, and then you don't need to do anything else. And then Robert Pattinson went out of his way, and he read a lot more Batman stuff. He watched all the movies, and, like, apparently he... Because um, he was already a big Batman fan before, uh, from what I hear. Apparently he goes online anonymously and fights with people on, <laughs> on like, Reddit and shit. <laughs> About Batman. Actually? <laughs> and that's what I've heard. Which is pretty funny. But, I mean, I think Robert Pattinson was good. He knows his shit. And I think Matt Reeves is doing his shit, too, to, like, get stuff done for fans, but also make it in his vision. And I think he has a pretty good vision. I agree. Colby just had a really big yawn as I handed him the mic. It was quite funny. <laughs> Does anyone else Sarah, have? Sarah, do you have anything to say? Because you have been very quiet. She's producing this episode, but. Yeah, but still. Well, I my job in this episode is to make sure that these fools <laughs> put the mic up he's, close. He's Sarah's not doing a good job at her job. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Every time Kobe talks, I'm like. <laughs> laughing Sarah this is not a joking matter <laughs> anyway in other news um I don't know what we're gonna do next episode no why yeah he called me when I was just getting ready to watch it and he was like Oh, have you seen Turning Red? We should not do it for a podcast episode because it's not worth it. And then I was like, okay, I'm just about to watch it like right now. Instead, we should do Shrek 2 because it's on Netflix. No, we should do Turning Red. Yeah. As a not uh, constant member of this podcast, as a suggestion to you guys, I would do current movies. Like, I know Shrek 2 is a really good movie, but like big movies that are coming out, like the Disney's and the Pixar's, like. I would do those. That's that's going to help you a lot. At least in the movie podcasts I watch, that's what they do. And then when they have, like, down weeks, when there's nothing big coming out, they'll do something random. But, like, Turning Red just came out. That's going to be pretty big. And then what's coming out? Um, Sonic 2. Sonic 2. Sonic 2. Sonic 2. 
We got Sonichu, Doctor Morbius, Strange. aka Morbius. Hopefully, um, Mobius, as yeah. Sarah would say. <laughs> There's quite a few in April. I know April's a stacked month um, for releases. April, Sanic, or wait, yeah, I know April's everyone. Sonichu, The Northman, which I'm really excited for. Um, oh, there's uh, the bad guys. The bad guys is coming out. Mobius is coming out. What's Everyone's talking oh, that's out already. Ryan Reynolds. It's like our generation's YouTube. You guys could do the Adam Project. Everyone's talking about that. It's our generation's ET. <laughs> anyway, uh, that was Batman uh, with our special guest Jacob. Um, okay. <laughs> um anyway tune in for next week uh we're gonna probably talk about what it's gonna be but i'm not sure yet it'll most likely be turning red um i've already seen the film really liked it but that'll be for next week um potentially yes potentially plans might change you know there might be some big movie that drops so we're all cocoa for cocoa puffs about but we could do Jackass. It's been out for a while. Yeah. I think... You think Jackass is No, that's a lie. I thought it was so funny, but, like, it's past. And, like, when did it come out? January? December? February. What? There's no Jackass. Are you sure? There's never enough time to do It came out in February? Yes. But then we'd have to watch it again. I'm fine with that. Anyway, say bye. Bye. Kobe, say it. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening.